It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Supermarket Story, Part 1. Lisa, register four, please. Lisa, you're needed at Register 4. I'm kidding. This is The Blogger Story, Part 15. Emily was about to pour the dark beer into a large glass when she stopped mid-air. She looked at the brown bottle in her hand Was this a good idea? It was 1 a.m. already, and her alarm clock would go off in under five hours. It would be best if she just went to bed, not that she would be able to sleep. She traced the side of the beer bottle label with her thumb, and then stared at it. An evil-looking, scary, Dante-style dog was pictured on the bottle. The beer had a pretty weird name, too. (laughs) She snorted, a bit like there was someone in the room with her. She did that now and then these last months. Talk, or laugh, or snort, like someone was listening. But the truth was, she was all alone. Here, and yet another hotel room. And at the office, too, even when she was surrounded by her staff. She sighed. Emily knew she tended to get a bit melancholic late at night, especially when she was drinking. The non-stop rain outside these last days didn't help. She liked to keep her window open, and she could hear the water hitting the pavement of the Brussels streets. Emily suddenly made up her mind. No beer in a glass tonight. This was a straight-from-the-bottle day. She quickly took a sip of strong beer. Raging bitch. She said the name of the beer out loud. Who the hell names a beer Raging Bitch, she thought, and shook her head. Closed her eyes. Took another gulp. Oh, man. Maybe she should have opted for a bottle of wine. Emily got up from the comfortable hotel chair and walked over to the bed. Her laptop was making a loud hissing sound. She shouldn't have left it on the bed. 
It was probably overheating. She closed the computer and put it on the nightstand. It would cool off and then it'd be fine. Emily sat down on the bed, kicked off her shoes. She took another gulp of beer. I should have undressed when I got to my room, she thought. Take a shower. Emily sniffed the fabric of her suit jacket. It smelled of... air-conditioned office, she thought. Is that even a real scent? She wondered. It was the best description she could come up with. Her mind wasn't exactly creative lately. And that was okay. She didn't have to be a poet. She didn't need words to describe sensations or feelings. She needed calculations, sketches, ideas, new products. But even those seemed a stretch for her tired mind these days. Something was different since she got back from France. After her return, Emily had a shitload of meetings with Anna. She was told to not comment on the whole trip to anyone, anywhere. And she wouldn't have to show up at any press events for now to make things easier. Emily didn't mind that one bit. When the whole mess was somewhat sorted out, with Brad in a hospital in his home state, and Leah back home safely too, Anna told Emily to just forget about the whole thing. To focus on her job. Anna would do what was needed to prevent a total PR nightmare. Emily took another sip of beer. Oh, I told her I never should have gone. Did I just talk to myself again? Emily thought. She shook her head and put the bottle on the floor. Right. Emily started pulling her arm out of the right sleeve of her jacket while she kept mumbling. she didn't want to listen. I told her like several times. After she took off her jacket, she started working on her shirt. She didn't feel like putting it away nicely so she could wear it again tomorrow. So instead, once it was off, she threw it on the floor. It felt pretty liberating. The idea came to her while she fumbled with the zipper of her pants. Emily shook her head in frustration and kicked off the slacks. She left them on the floor as well. No, no, bad idea. Emily leaned down and grabbed the bottle of beer. Her foot tapped on the soft carpet of the hotel room. No, no, you don't want to do this. Bad idea. Another gulp of bitter beer still couldn't distract her. She knew she was going to cave anyways. Once she thought of it, she couldn't stop herself. She knew that. She hated herself for it. But she couldn't deny she was curious. Again. Emily wanted to know how Leah was doing. She was lucky Leah wasn't very strict on Facebook privacy. They weren't connected on the platform, and Emily assumed there were plenty of posts she couldn't see. But Leah published a public status update every day or two. Emily knew that, because two weeks after returning from France, she logged on to Facebook.com and typed in Leah's name. She immediately recognized the blonde blogger at the top of the list and clicked on her picture. Leah's profile picture 
showed the beautiful woman smiling brightly while sitting in front of her laptop at an event. She was wearing a keychain with a name card and the logo of a competitive smartphone brand. The first time Emily had seen the picture, she sat behind her laptop in her office and stared at it for a long time. It felt so good to finally see Leah again. In that moment, Emily had to admit she missed Leah. She missed being around her. She missed talking to her. And she scolded herself for it. She'd only spent what? 24 hours with the woman? But those 24 hours kept playing in her mind like a movie on repeat. Over and over again. At first, it was mostly the mess with Brad she kept thinking about. But it didn't take long before she started thinking of what had happened between her and Leah. The way Leah tried to comfort her when she had a nightmare. And the way Leah's fingertips had stroked Emily's skin so softly. Emily got chills just thinking about it. She couldn't deny the ache she felt while she stared at the Facebook profile picture. It was so much better to actually see Leah again, even if it was just on a screen, instead of trying to remember every little detail when Emily closed her eyes. So she kept thinking about the blogger, kept checking Google for new mentions of Leah, and she regularly went on Facebook to see if Leah posted something new. At first, Emily thought she'd grow tired of it soon enough, but six more weeks had passed, and Emily was still thinking about Leah every day. And now, at 1 a.m. in her hotel room bed, she wanted to grab her laptop or phone and stare at that picture again. Anna would kill Emily if she knew about this. Emily was supposed to stay away from the blogger. Forget about her. And if Leah ever contacted Emily, Emily was told to ignore the message and let Anna know about it immediately. Emily was still a bit insulted about these instructions. She was an adult, after all. It was up to her to decide who she did or did not talk to, Right? Why had she just nodded and agreed with Hannah all these weeks ago? Probably because you didn't think you'd keep thinking of this woman, she thought. She had honestly believed it wouldn't be an issue, and she saw the sense in Anna's request. It was all for the best. Best for the company, anyway, Emily thought. This was something that also had been popping up in her mind kept nagging at her. She took another sip of the beer and turned her head to see where her smartphone was. It had an encrypted browser she liked to use to Google Leah. She was still a tech geek, after all. Better safe than sorry. Don't want Anna to find out. Or Leah. Her phone was still lying on the small table next to the comfy chair. Emily sat on the edge of the bed and debated with herself. She could put down the beer, crawl under the covers, and turn off the light. That's what she should do. Or 
she could get up, walk over to the table, and pick up her smartphone. And she could stare at Leah's picture again. What if this is the last time, she said softly. That would be perfectly understandable, right? She thought. One more time, and then I'm over this. No more after that. I'll forget about the trip. I'll make myself stop thinking about Leah. I'll... I'll never see her again, she thought. Emily pushed away the pang she felt deep inside. She really didn't understand why she was clinging on to this woman. Why did she feel... Emily frowned. The only description she could come up with for how she was feeling in the middle of the night and alone in this hotel room was heartbroken. Ugh! Emily got up and quickly made her way over to the table with her smartphone on it. She took one last gulp of the beer. The bottle was empty now and Emily placed it next to her phone. After staring at the device for several long seconds, she picked it up and walked back to the bed. One last look. Just a quick look, she repeated. Then she'd go to sleep, and tomorrow, all of this, her behavior, her googling Leah, staring at her picture like a lovesick teenager, she'd put an end to all of it. Emily unlocked her smartphone. Her encrypted browser loaded quickly after a tap on the screen. She logged on to Facebook, and she immediately rolled her eyes. Her timeline had loaded, and it was filled with articles about the latest Trump scandal. God, I'm so fed up with this. What is it with this guy? Emily entered Leah's name in the search box and waited for the results to show. Okay, Leah, where are you? She couldn't find the small picture in the list. It took her a second or two to realize Leah's name was still in the search results, but she had a new profile picture. Emily tapped on the new picture, curious, happy she would get to see a new image of Leah. The happiness went away as soon as the page loaded and the new picture filled her screen. The blonde blogger looked absolutely stunning. Leah seemed to be at some party, wearing a sexy outfit and a bit of makeup. She was laughing, a beautiful, authentic expression of joy on her face. Emily felt the ache inside intensify immediately, but she also felt something worse, a dark frustration, a painful stab, a panic she hadn't felt before. Because also on the picture, next to Leah, was a dark blonde girl. She had her arm wrapped around Leah. The woman was laughing too. They looked happy together. They looked great together. They looked like they were in. Emily closed the browser and threw her phone next to her on the bed. She bit her lip and tried to breathe in through her nose, but the tears were nearby. Now, in this moment, 
She knew why she kept thinking about Leah. She understood why she missed the blogger. There was no way around it. She was feeling jealous. She was... God damn it.